This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our Take Action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. For those of you who don't know or haven't been listening in the, for the last couple months, Luke and I, Welcome along back, with... but where you yeah, been? Well, yeah, what the heck? Yeah, uh, Luke geez. and I, along with maybe half a dozen other guys, we set out to take on this 75 hard challenge. So if yes. you don't know what 75 hard is, it's a challenge created by Andy Frisella that requires you for 75 uh, straight days, choose a diet and stick to it, drink one gallon of water, Every day, abstain completely from alcohol, so no alcohol, Mm. complete two 45-minute workouts, one of which has to be outside, regardless of weather, read 10 pages of a nonfiction or motivational book, and uh, take a progress pic every day, and there's no cheat days. So unlike some diets, you know, that let you have a cheat day now and then. No cheat days. Zero cheat days for 75 straight days. Now, I failed at day 15. And Did I failed really? over the stupidest thing. Was it was it day I for- 15. I don't, I, I well, thought I it complete, was longer. I completed 15 days. Oh. I failed uh, because I forgot to read. I literally woke up the next morning. It's like, crap, I forgot to read last night. That's why Ethan failed too. Is it? Another guy but I stuck this. with my diet and, uh, and, and a little bit, not the full exercise, but I stuck with my diet. Exercise. I ended up losing se- uh, 17, seven, 17 pounds, which just, is uh, just from I, getting kickstarted. I off finished like 75 hard and I only lost 17 pounds. So well, you are also probably adding muscle. So you're yeah, well, probably converting. Hopefully I was adding, but muscle. we wanted to take, it the, actually wasn't Ethan. It was Mark that failed because of the reading. Ethan failed because of the exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we kind of wanted to look at this podcast from the perspective of one, like what is did you BS? learn from completing it? And then, and then also like, yeah, is it real? Yeah. Like, like, 75 it's, hard it's, worth it. Should you do it? Is it BS yeah. or any of these things? Yeah. I, I did a, a post the other day that said, or morning routines BS. Yeah. And my conclusion was, you don't have to wake up early to be successful. Sure. Yeah. Right. You know, but I think those who wake up early, it is giving you a discipline. Get an advantage. Yeah, you get an advantage. Gives yeah. you a discipline. I think anything in life that forces discipline on you is mm. is the key. Like we, you know, you've heard the quote that says, you can either face the pain of regret or the pain of discipline. Choose your uh, choose yeah. your pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's really what it is in life. Um, I guess here's my take on 75 Hard is would I recommend it to people? As a, like something like a a routine they should do? No. Would I recommend it to do a reset? Mm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you are really struggling and you need a reset, whether it's with your weight, you need a reset with, um, I don't know, like alcohol, a reading or whatever. It's a good thing to do. Um, I think reset is a great way to put it because it really, anything that requires discipline, uh, is a great reset. So even like, um, Getting up early, like you mentioned, like getting up at four thirty, I was doing that uh, in the beginning of the year. Even that alone sets your day up right, and and really creates this interrupt in your life where you start mm-hmm. doing something different, which yep. automatically gets your brain working different. And then this idea of forcing yourself to do something that is a commitment to yourself. 
yeah. completely, like it increases your self-confidence. It increases your energy. It increases your brain power. I, th- I feel like yeah. it actually activates your brain and gets you thinking. So doing those types of things, whether or not you do a full 75 hard or you choose to do something that is different, a different kind of program, but still requires discipline and a commitment to yourself will improve yourself. Yeah. And 75 hard really isn't that hard except for I think two things. One is the two workouts a day mm-hmm. and one having to be outside. That That is pretty difficult, just even literally from a logistics standpoint. Because I went to Barcelona on this. I had a kid on this. Like, it is <laughs> you chose logistically... the worst time yeah, to do 75 It's logistically <laughs> very difficult uh, to have two workouts fit in during the day. So that was... Um, tough. But the second thing that's tough about 75 hard that actually makes it hard is the everyday aspect. Yeah. And that was one of my takeaways. I just sent you the bullet points of kind of like, what are kind of key takeaways? Yeah. (laughs) I just wanted you to have them just in case. But um, like one of my key takeaways was true consistency. Here's what it taught me because I'm a really consistent person. I've been successful in my life. Uh, People would probably look at me and go, yeah, you're super disciplined. I realized doing 75 hard that I really am not that disciplined compared to what the potential discipline is Mm. in me. And 75 hard taught me how much lack of discipline I have because I rarely have something in my life that I do every single day. Mm -hmm. Think about your life right now. What do you have in your life that you do every single day that is conscious, that is disciplined, that you are intentionally doing, not the subconscious, right? But the actual conscious of like, I'm choosing to do this even though I don't want to. And there's no skipping it. No skipping, right? So most of us, when we work out, we work out three days a week or yep. four days a week or something like that. And, and I actually and believe you, you should have rest days, but you, you get um, my point. You relish those days or you appreciate those days. Like you wake up if you have that routine. Sometimes you wake up or you go to bed the night before knowing, oh, okay, I don't have to go to the gym tomorrow. I can take a break. Correct. Right? Exactly. You don't take a break yep. on something like this. Exactly. You can't. Like you literally, <clears throat> it literally teaches you how inconsistent you are yeah. and other things. So think about this for your business, uh, making your calls. Most of us make our calls if a, an hour a day, two hours a day, right? And we do it maybe a couple days a week. Imagine if you called for 75 straight days, mm. like 75 straight days, no days off. And you did it like the workout. You did it twice a day in the morning, in the evening, every single day for 75 days, you would revolutionize your whole freaking business mm-hmm. if you did that, right? Or imagine you actually reached out to your sphere every single day for 75 straight days. You picked a couple people in your sphere and you reached out to them. That level of consistency, you cannot help but be successful. Yeah. Because it's just the frequency of repetition that ultimately creates success. There's another thing that happens whenever you dedicate that time to something that is good for you, right? So you're, you're, you're delaying gratification or you're skipping doing things that aren't contributing to a positive impact on your life. So if you have two 45-minute workouts in a day, that takes planning. And I think we'll mm-hmm. talk about structure here a little yep. bit. That takes planning. But it also means if you were going to sit down and watch Netflix, you're not doing that now because now you got to go outside. You have yep. to do your exercise. Or if you were going to do something play video games or, or whatever, like kill time on your phone. You don't have the luxury of doing that because Correct. it, I know it's an hour and a half, so it doesn't sound like a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot to yeah. structure into your day, unless you're getting up two hours and early and reading. knocking them both out in the beginning. But even yeah. that takes huge discipline. To I thought the hardest part for me was going to be drinking the gallon of water. That was surprisingly easier than I thought it was surprisingly going to be. Easier, I mean, I did yeah. end up in the restroom a lot. So it got me into the habit of drinking water. Like I, yeah, I drink, drink a lot now. more. Yeah, I drink a lot more did, water now. Yeah. Um, but I would tell people that it's like, here's what I, I would you know encourage you is that you can easily change where you're at easily, but you're just not consistent. And you know it. 
And it's like, what is going to wake you up to try it? It's like, why did I do the 75 hard? I just wanted to see if I could do it. That yeah. is not even a good why. It's not even a good, like, I it's like not it. bad, but it's like, I didn't have any special reason it's to lose most weight or whatever. Humanity I just, just yeah, want to see if you can do it. I just want to see, can I we'll see if we can go to this? the moon? You yeah. know? And I met this guy, Greg, um, uh, Gregory Birch. I want to have him on the podcast. He's a big time insurance guy. And he just is, a, I mean, he's a beast when it comes to fitness. Mm. And I met him at a conference and I'm just like, dude, what do you do? And he does 75 hard all the time. Oh, really? And I was like, okay, I got to do it. Cause I'm looking at this guy. I've been working out for a while. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got to do this. So that was a little bit of my vanity in, in trying to do it. So you're just not consistent enough. What will actually get you to be consistent? And, and we talk about this all the time. It's like, you got to find that motivation where a lot of times for people, it can be their kids, their their parents, their loved ones, so somebody in their life that will inspire them to do this type of effort. And your 75 hard can be different. Maybe you don't do Andy Frisella's 75 hard, but you choose to be 75 days consistent twice a day on an activity to grow your business. I challenge, I dare you to do that. I bet you most of you can't. Mm-hmm. I bet most of you cannot be consistent for 75 days. The, the way to be successful in this, this is what it also taught me, is you have to have structure. Now, you mentioned this when you failed, yeah. Um, right? Is that, man, you didn't have a plan yeah. for how you were going to make sure yeah, I went into each you hit day, all the stuff. Working out at different times, reading at different times. Yep. Uh, the drinking water was like the only thing that like I had like a measuring system in place. So I would, I, and, and was tracking that. I was tracking my diet. Okay. So I had an app where I was tracking my diet. Um, I did keto, uh, still doing it. So I track like carbs and calories every yep. day. But uh, those were the only things. Everything else was very much... Oh, will I get up tomorrow and do my 45 in the morning or will I do them both after? Like, how will I handle that was day by day. Yeah, it's funny because um, I oh, I was super solid, almost easy for the first 60 days or whatever it was. And then we had William, yeah. the kid. And that really taught me, yeah, yeah, the structure was the key to why I was actually doing really well because William forced me out of my structure. I yeah. couldn't, you know, whether I had to be up early with him and I couldn't do the early, early morning workout or whatever it was structure is the absolute key to be disciplined. So it's like uh, we interviewed Dana Gentry and um, oh man, I'm, the name's slipping me, but uh, she's a big time, basically real estate leader. Um, is it McKinnon? With, yeah, I think so. Melissa McKinnon? Yeah, Melissa yeah. McKinnon, I believe so. And um, they talked about how they have like uh, non-negotiables. Yeah. And I go- yeah, To join their team? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, you have to have these structures in place that are like non-negotiable. So your non-negotiable could be your prospecting hours, right? It could be like from nine to 10, you don't do anything but prospect. Nothing else can be booked on that time. No, You don't look at your phone. You don't read your emails. You literally just do prospecting, but you must have structures structure because structure enforces discipline. Most of us try to be disciplined and we lack the structure. And so therefore we fail. So if you think about going to the gym, creating a new year's resolution, most of us set up that new year's resolution. I want to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to go to the gym, but you haven't implemented the structure of the non-negotiables that basically go, I am non-negotiable, going to go to the gym at this time every day. I'm never going to book over it. I'm always going to be there for 30 minutes, whatever it is. You don't put into your life the non-negotiables. And if you don't have non-negotiables, you'll never win. Yeah. It also forces you to, to do the things that you don't want to do. And I think that there's something, and I didn't do any research on this. It'd be interesting actually to look it up to see like what are the benefits for your brain or for your body or for your physiology when you force yourself to do something you don't want to do that's good for you. So like yeah. getting up, there were so many mornings, um, you know, 
be, being up early and it was cold because like we started in March. It was cold. And it would be raining. And I'm just like, this is miserable. I don't want to do this. But I had committed to obviously doing these outdoor exercises. Those are the only opportunity I would have had to do it was in the yeah. morning. And like you did it in the middle of like a torrential. Dude, <laughs> I, yeah, I showed you that video. But right there's here. something that truly when you get done with that, you're like, you feel I did it. Yeah, the best I can way, do anything. The best way to describe it is if you've ever done a or never done a cold plunge, go do a cold plunge. <laughs> if you've never done one, go do one. The way you feel after a cold plunge is very similar to how you feel after you've completed a task you don't want to do. Yeah, like you just feel like, man, I can conquer the world. There's some adrenaline you get, some endorphins that fire that you're just like, yeah, I did what I didn't want to do, yeah. and I feel proud of myself. Well, talk about the relationship side because you mentioned obviously having to get like you've got to get your spouse to buy in. You might have to get yeah. your kids to kind of you got to get, you might have to get your, your co-worker like if you're working you know you have a business partner or something you might have to get them to buy into yeah it really showed me like obviously the power of accountability right we failed each other in accountability mm -hmm. right so that i i recognize that like we were all in a group text and stuff like that but this is how soft people are we're soft too it's like we start this group chat to hold each other accountable and nobody really held each other accountable in that yeah. group chat, right? Which is interesting. That goes back to the structure. So you got to start yeah. with structure. But so you need accountability partners, but even more than accountability, you need to get buy-in from the closest relationships. Otherwise, it will put a strain on your relationship. Megan almost made me fail. Now, I don't blame her because it's really my fault and we had a kid and I don't, uh, you know, it, it was actually at this point. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody's going to be like, look, you really are just a jerk. But we, we literally just have a kid. We're like a week and a half after having the kid. My best friend and partner in crime here, Steve, who you guys got to go listen to his interview, has to have heart surgery, right? And it was instant. Nobody knew. Like, he didn't even know. It's like this. We found out this huge problem in his arteries. He had to be rushed in to have heart surgery. Well, who's he going to stay with for recovery? Right. I mean, he's going to stay with us. So he stays with us in the recovery. So I got Megan with the newborn. <laughs> Steve literally can't move, right? He's recovering from heart surgery. And I go to the gym. I have to get my second workout in. And it is 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I get a call at the gym. And Megan, the, Will is just screaming in the background. And Megan's kind of crying. Going, well, for, for, for a little bit of behind the scenes, like your, your son he does not sleep well, right? He's like up every yeah, hour. Yeah, he's up every And poor Megan hasn't slept Opposite at all. of your daughter. Whenever yeah, she was my born. daughter was an angel. So every, all of you are on no sleep here. Yeah, correct. And so I have to get this workout in before 12 or I fail. And she calls me at 10 o'clock and I hear Will screaming in the background and I'm like, okay, you're doing okay. And um, she's like, no, you know, I can't get Will to stop crying. And then Steve's down <laughs> in the living room and it's all this stuff, right? And I was like, I was like, okay. I said, do you need me to come home? And she goes, what do you think? <laughs> And I'm like, oh my freaking I, I gosh, think, yes. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to fail this challenge, which, you know, obviously I'm also thinking about, man, I'm failing as a, as a father and husband too, but I get back. I, I try to take care of Will, settle Will down. <laughs> I talk to Megan and Megan's like, I don't want you to fail the 75 heart. I literally get out there at 11 o'clock. Um, so, you know, I'm like, I have to be out there at least by 1115. I get out in the outside by 11 o'clock and I do a whole workout outside and I made it just in time, finished up at 1150. But if I didn't have the support of Megan, yeah. that she actually wanted me to finish the challenge, she didn't want me to take, uh, she didn't have know, a resentment. Yeah, exactly. Then it would have never worked. Yeah. Right. So you have to get the people in your life bought in. And one of the things that I'll talk to people about, um, because I think this is a big struggle for people in relationships, is you, you're not on the same page. Yeah. And Megan and I right, yeah. are not on the same page um, all the time 
nearly enough, right? But there was a moment in our lives where we were coming back uh, to Pennsylvania from visiting her family in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And I forget if it was after Christmas or Thanksgiving or something like that. And we're coming back and she's kind of upset. I can tell she's upset Mm -hmm. because we're coming back and we're coming back for work. And she, she's just like, you know, I wish you didn't have to do this, Mm -hmm. like go back and do the work. Right. And I was, I forget if we were doing a sale or something like that. And I told her, I said, you don't understand. I want to do this. Yeah. And that that was a big defining moment in our relationship of being able to share with her that you you don't understand like I'm not going back because I have to. Mm. I'm not going back because I'm being made to go back to work. Yeah. I I could I'm going back because this is what I love to do. Yeah. Like this is my passion. This is where my heart is. This is Luke Acre. Like if I wasn't doing it with Reminder Media, I'd be doing it with the, something else, right? Yeah. Like it, it's like this is who I am. And it doesn't mean here's what I want people to hear there. Once Megan understood it wasn't like, yep, this is what I just have to do because it's the right thing to do. But Someone it's like else. who I am and yeah. it's like my joy and my passion and all that stuff. She started to look at it not as like work. She started to look at it as like, oh, this is Why don't you just tell him Luke. you can't? Why don't you tell him your family? Yeah, work? exactly. Like it's, it becomes, oh, okay, it's this like, is this is Luke. This is what he loves. Lo- yes. Yeah. And so that even though she's, I still need to um, make time for what she loves, right? And she, yeah. she now can do the same, but she's not viewing it from a lens of like, there's this third party business business that is evil that's making you're not standing up to yes exactly and that is critical whether you are an employee or you are a partner in a business or whatever is making sure the person knows you love to do this Mm -hmm. this is who you are and you're always going to be that and grant cardone said one time in an interview and i know we're probably going long here but it was impactful when he was um, dating elena and now his wife he basically told her the one thing that he won't uh, he, he can't put up with is if you ask him to change who he is. And he didn't mean little things. I don't mean little things like picking up the laundry and stuff like that. That's stupid. I mean the core of what your passion is in life. So true. It's like, that is the key. It's like Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, she got asked on her Instagram, you know, what would you, how did you and Alex get on the same page? And her response was very similar, basically saying, I don't try to change him. Yeah. I let him be who he wants to be. And it's like in any good relationship, you got to let people function in their passion. It doesn't mean you don't challenge them to get better in the nuance or in the picking up the laundry, but it means ultimately what's the passion? What's their love or their life? You get on the same page. So you got to get your relationship spot in. And this is, I mean, I know you gave two examples where it was kind of the woman saying that, you know, this about their husband, but men, oh, it goes both men, this is for you too. A hundred percent, 100%. If I don't recognize what Megan wants, right? right and, and also see it as like, she wants me to spend time with the family, be home, do family things, all this stuff. It's like, that's not, it's recognizing what's she's not just saying because it's a family. Yeah. She's, that's her, that's yeah. what she loves. That's what she wants. And I, and I want that too, yes. because you love the person. All right, let's touch on the fourth one real quick. Um, you mentioned getting your, mo- your body and mind right is going, is what's going to take you to the next level. Yeah, so. the, the mental clarity you get from going through a 75 hard, doing a diet, getting, getting yourself in physically good shape and then mentally good shape because you have to read every single day. So you're feeding your bank account of your mind that you can withdraw from when you need it. Well, not is, only that, before, like yeah. not just the reading part, but whenever you're outside jogging for 45 minutes or taking a walk, yeah. you think. Yeah, you're right. Like you, and I would actually encourage people to do it without music because I did it a few times without music and it's amazing. I had a conversation with myself for 45 minutes straight, <laughs> literally talking back and forth to myself out loud. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I would <laughs> no, love to be a fly on, on the wall. But, uh, but no, it seriously makes you it's think about, point. it makes you assess your day. If you're doing it at the end of the day, it makes you assess the day before and think about your day if you're doing it in the morning. Like you get so prepared by giving yourself 45 minutes to yourself without distraction. Sorry, so, No, no, it's you're spot on. It's literally <clears throat> that. It's that I just think people just so underestimate that you don't have to go through life in a fog. And most people go through life in a brain fog where it's like they don't have mental clarity. They don't feel good when they wake up in the morning. And I'm not saying there are health conditions or all these things. I'm saying, but for most of us, we don't eat healthy. We don't feed our mind. We don't spend time in meditation actually without any distraction and all these sensories coming at us. And you get the bed that you make. And so when you're eating fast food every day, when you are not reading and you're just watching Netflix and like you're going to get the bed that you've made. Mm -hmm. And I would just encourage you, it takes discipline, but the freedom that you end up getting because of getting your mind and your body right is just unbelievable. So is 75 hard BS? No. No. 75 hard is not BS, but it is definitely a yo-yo diet. So what that means is you probably can't maintain 75 hard. No. Um, but not that you can't. I mean, it's probably not healthy for you to do the uh, workouts every single day, two times a day. But it is a great reset. I think I could see me doing it once a year or once every two years as, yeah. a, as a reset. Awesome. There you go. Thank you so much for listening. If you've tried 75 hard, whether you've completed it or failed, please let us know. Uh, comment on the YouTube video. So head on over to youtube.com slash reminder media, or you can go to staypaidpodcast.com to get the video there. We would love to hear your stories as well. If you like this episode and want to support the show, two ways we ask you to do it. First is head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review. We'd love to read it on the show. And the best way to show your support is to simply share this episode with somebody. So after I failed, my son is so sweet. After I failed, he goes, dad, his dad, are you all right? And I said, no, son. I'm half left and half right. <laughs> because you didn't even get a laugh from Ethan. Mm-hmm. No, I just got a boo-hoo-hoo. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was yeah. not bad. Yeah, if yeah. you want to get a whole, actually, that was an actual. Was that really? No, yep. not after 75 hard, but I did use that on my son once. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's funny. Yes. My son is going to become a comedian. I like, love I it. I can't wait to get him on the podcast. I He's going to have that. to come on one day. Oh, yeah, That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. That'd be great. If you want to get a hold of me, Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram to follow our journey. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. Make sure you're following Luke as well. He is at Luke Acree. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. Guys, here's your action item from this is that you need to get intentional and being doing something for your business or for your health that is consistent every single day. I want you to do a reset. Maybe you make it 30 days, maybe not 75 days, but do something every single day. My challenge to you to make it really easy, reach out to your sphere every single day for 30 straight days. Watch it transform your business just in doing that simple action. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. So take action on that today. 